Hey Julian, 60 second hypothetical. Guess what two things this episode is about that we both have that keeps us fit? Our ears? No, not our ears. Is it our hands? No, it's not our hands. Oh, I know. Our arms. What? No, it's not the arms. No, what we're going to be talking about this month are two things that you particularly are famous for. Then we were talking about my sexy French eyes. Your eyes? No, what we're talking about this month are our legs. Am I really famous for my legs? You mean you've never heard any of your clients talking about... The legs of Bertrand. No, never. I mean, my eyes, obviously, but... Okay, enough with the eyes, and play the groovy music, please. Sexy, seductive French music? Absolutely not. Bonjour, and welcome to Two Guys on Fitness with me, Julien Bertrand, personal trainer. And with me, Alan Teresa, could be personal trainer, if I could be, like, you know, bothered, which I can't. Coming to you all the way from London, in the glorious southeast of England where each month we cover the gym and fitness topics that could be, and perhaps should be, of interest to serious gym guys like me. And to other possibly more average Joe guys just like me. As well as offering helpful workout tips and opinion. And dietary advice for exercise hounds everywhere. So what are we covering this month, Mr. Julian Berthorat, with your foxy French eyes? Well, this month we're off to Jubilee Old Gym to work out our legs. And I'm going to show you a complete legs workout. Uh, something to uh, look forward to there, possibly for yourself, because I get the feeling I'll be the one doing the exercise and wobbling away afterwards with jelly legs. And later on in the episode, you're also going to be giving us your fitness tip of the month, which I do believe has a food theme, does it not? Yes, this month I will be teaching you some tricks so you can control your appetite and you can have a great workout. In which case I'll be listening closely as self-control is, uh, as I think you will recall, Julian, my middle name, or indeed names. And finally, at the end of the episode, we'll be taking questions from listeners about their workout and their diet and hopefully offering them some good advice uh, along the way, or at least some speculation. So shall we get this show started, Julian? Yes, indeed. Now, Mr. Professional Gym Guy. Do you know what my favourite part of the podcast is? Is it when we stare at each other before we do each episode trying to figure out what we are going to say when we record it? No, that is absolutely and totally not my favourite part of the podcast. Or is it when we review the listeners' emails and messages? Yeah, I love that part, especially the ones that are about me. No, actually, my favourite part of the podcast is when we goof about at the gym. When we exercise at the gym. That's right, yes, when we exercise. And this month, I've been training Alan in a legs workout that gets results. The results being sore legs? No, Alan. Bigger, stronger legs, or wheels, if you will. Wheels? Bro. Hi, guys, we are in the rig at Jubilee Hall, and I'm with Alan, and today we are performing legs. Okay, so with legs, the things to say is it's a big group muscle of your body. So to do so, to do it right, let's start with a combo. This combo is performing like squat with a free barbell, and then we carry on with lunges, alternate. Okay, and then let's start. Yes. We go with the squats. Okay. Okay, so put the bar on your neck, on your trapezes, really. And the bar is about 15 kilo. Okay. Spread your legs on the bar, get comfortable. Your feet are parallel. 
gets closer here a bit. Okay. Okay. Arch your lower back, look in front of you, and now you can get down. Okay. Let's do it. Ten reps. Yeah. Okay. One. That's too slow on the way down. Three. Four. You should feel your quadriceps and your glute muscle. Five. Six. Your knee are right. They are not going over your toe. Which good. And ten. Okay, that's it. Now you can drop the bar. Okay, that's it. And we go for lunges, alternated. Just three lunges, no extra weight. Okay, let's do it. 20 reps, 10 each side. One, okay. Two, okay. Three, okay. Just one things to say. So when you do lunges, there's three key point where you want to care about. Your lower back on this one is rather straight, okay? You engage your core, you squeeze your arm. The second point is your knee have to not go over your toe okay to not make another pressure uh, on your knee and then the third point is the way you land on the floor okay you have to land on the back of your feet so on your heel okay let's keep going it's number three four yeah five yeah six on your heel seven yeah if you, you if you land on your heel eight There is a big chance gonna use a lot of more glute muscle and not 10, two more, 11, one more, and 12. Okay, done. Good. When you do legs, it's very important to isolate free muscle. Okay, the arm swing back of your legs, your glutes, so the bum muscle and your quadriceps, the front part of your legs. And when you do uh, the lunges, especially alternated, it's very important that you understand that the way you land on your feet, on your foot, is very important. And you have to land on your heel. If you do so, landing on your heel, you're gonna engage your bum muscle, your glute muscle. If you land on your toe, it's gonna change the dynamic and the body, um, the center of gravity, and then you're gonna feel a lot your knee, okay? Uh, now, after you finish your workout with your legs, you should ask yourself, where do I feel? And this should be a good guideline for most of the exercise you do on the gym floor. Every time you perform an exercise, where shall I feel, okay? So, Alain, of course, my question, where do you feel it? I feel it at the back of my legs. Uh, I feel it around my knees, actually, yeah. and uh, on my on my backside. Yeah, yeah. You did feel it on your knees, yeah. Because, as we say, the problem was often, not so often, but too much, really. Um, you did land on your toe. You did change the, um, ah, the dynamic of the exercise, and instead of using your butt muscle, you were using, you were putting the pressure on your knee, just because you were landing on the wrong part of your foot, which is the toe, and not your heel. Yeah, but it's, uh, it was basically the the thighs, the the my, the upper part of my uh, legs, and particularly at the back. That's where you can feel. It. You can actually feel the feel the work. Uh, yeah, it's correct, Ethan. As I say to clients uh, often, it's, uh, it's very easy 
to make the training goes wrong, okay? And it's always hard to make it right. So you have to think about what you do and get it right. Because after all, training is about isolating a muscle, okay? And to isolate a muscle, you need to lock some area. It's your body's a mechanic and we are surrounding by a machine. So you understand it's all about the form. So that's me and Julian there goofing about, sorry, exercising at Jubilee Hall Gym and doing something of a number on my oh-so-sore legs. So let me ask you, Julian, how often do you typically train your legs when you exercise in the gym? Well, I, uh, legs is one of my favorite body parts to train. I will say one minimum, of course, or twice. The thing is I do run systematically for each session. I engage my legs. Uh, a minimum for every single session during the week. Uh, but one big uh, legs workout per week, that means 40 minutes just on legs. And how often, if guys follow a structured workout program, do you think that they should uh, specifically exercise their legs? The answer is not straightforward because it depends on your body type. You know, if you are tall, thin, a little bit chubby, it's, it depends what you are looking for. A good things to know is important things to know is you burn a lot of calories when you do legs. So for example, if your target is fat loss, well legs is kind of important part of your body to work out. They, they drain a lot of energy and uh, it's demanding but essential. Uh, you stand up on your legs, so you know legs are crucial. So to answer specifically to the question, I will say like twice a week will be will be good. Now I think what we're really talking about here, but uh, particularly guys is the size of their legs and the aesthetic of that size. Uh, you mentioned earlier running, because uh, of course you are like the running uh, king. Uh, so can you actually rely upon running to build big legs, or do you have to do specific weight-orientated exercise to get those big uh, wheels, I believe you called them earlier? Running is interesting uh, in order to build up your legs. However, there is a, a limit uh, in using uh, the treadmill and this limit is about 20 minutes. So basically over 20 minutes on the treadmill, uh, you kind of break down the muscle and um, it's a bit counterproductive because when you are off to the gym floor, basically you're trying to build up muscle. So yeah, you have to time up your... It's about timing. If you are in a gym and you go running, choose small distance but fast and uh, yeah, no more than 20 minutes. Cycling is good, obviously, to build up legs, even, I would say, better than uh, the running, just because there is not the impact. So if you're scared of running uh, and this impact, you know, if you've if you got a weak knee or, you know, if you're scared of basically the impact, you can go for the, for the bike. It's uh, softer for your joints. Yeah, I love to cycle. Uh, it's uh, one of my favorite things. There's a kind of meditative quality to it, really, not that I want to get too new age on you right now. Um, and what should you do in terms of stretching if you do work your legs? Should you do any particular stretches or does that not actually matter that much? Well, I would say, yeah, of course, stretch your legs. But some recent studies that have uh, shown that stretching every day and hour uh, is not making that big difference compared to someone who will never stretch uh, his legs or the part of your body. However, I would say just when you stretch your legs, just make sure you stretch the front part of your legs, the back side of your legs, your, your glute, and, um, and just spend 10, 15, maybe 10 minutes on it. That would be enough, you know? And I would say while training, 
make sure the form is good, the weight is not that heavy, because when you train, it does impact the way you're going to stretch after. If you train your legs without good form, well, you know, what's the point to stretch them if 40 minutes before you did kill your legs in a bad way? So be aware of technique when, of your technique when you train and stretch your legs after. Uh, that's my advice. And what's your favorite uh, legs combo routine when you're in the gym and not on the dreaded treadmill? Clear answer here. Squat with barbell and lunges with dumbbell. Demanding, but definitely a good killer in a good way. And I, I keep systematically doing that. And the last past, I would say, year, I really enjoy deep squats with good form and good lunges. And I guess that's why they call you the legs of Berthrad. Today's show is brought to you by the Blue 20 Salon. Interested in professional hairstyling, grooming, or an expert beauty treatment for both men and women in the earth of Covent Garden? Then check out Blue 20 which is also offering a 20% discount for all new clients on their first booking. Find out more at yanelder.co.uk or telephone 07958445582 to make an appointment with the Blue 20 Salon. Do you know one of the reasons I find you so fascinating, Julian? No, what is it? It's because you're such a font of all knowledge that is fitness-related. Really, I am? That's right, which is why every month we do Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. So what is your Fitness Tip of the Month this month, Julian Bertharat? Do you struggle with your appetite during the day? Not really, because I tend to eat a certain amount of bananas. Well, let's call this tip by his real name, which is Nutrition. It's a blockbuster question here, and here's a couple of practical tips concerning your diet. So most of the time, during all over the day, people struggle to eat at the right time and the right thing. So here's my uh, advice. Try to train around a dinner, a lunchtime, or your breakfast. You start first with the training, and then behind you eat. In doing so, you're going to burn more calories and the food will be more quickly assimilated in your, in your body. We also tame your appetite. The other thing is during the day, while you're not training, when you are obviously at work or just basically enjoying your off day, your body, your brain needs to have the feeling, the sensation of eating. One thing helps for that, it's chewing. So basically nuts, uh, chewing gum, or also any veggie if you're a vegetarian, like carrot. It's a good thing to do because in doing so, your brain thinks you are eating. You have a good impact to stop your, your craving sensation of eating. That's it. Just to, to finally to say that when it comes to nutrition, it's a lot of in your head. And there's triggers to not pull really when it comes to food. And as I say, when you have a rest time, when you are bored, just chew something, if possible not too sugary, but as I say, nut, carrot, and chewing gum, whatever, but chew something, it will help you to tame your appetite. That's all. And that was... Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month. So each month, we take questions from listeners, and we do our best to answer these questions. 
Right, so let's have uh, a little look at uh, what we've got here. And by the way, I just want to uh, say at this point that um, we no longer print off these questions and read them out, as we had some people complaining that the rustling was getting on their nerves at the papers. So now we're looking at them on our little screens, aren't we, Julian? It's pretty cool. So let's have a little scroll. Right, um, first question, and it is from Michael in Dover, and he has sent us an email, and his question is about last month's age episode, and he says, I've been going to my local gym for a few years now, and I follow an exercise set that starts with some cardio and then moves on to some mixed weights. I turned 50 last month. Oh, yeah, I get the age thing now. Uh, so should I change this routine to something else for the decade ahead? Well, Michael, your, your routine seems pretty much uh, good. I will say that keep that structure of basically which is, seems to be like cardio and, uh, and mixed weight. Over the next 10 years, if you can try to challenge yourself and then your brain in doing some coordination exercise, it will help, you know, because the danger for you will be like over the next 10 years to get bored with your routine. So make sure you, you keep mixing with the type of exercise you do, especially when it comes to coordination exercise. So that's an, an important part, you know, when, uh, when the body age, you want to make sure the brain is still working out. And presumably this advice applies to other people as well. And the reason I say that is because I notice sometimes I fall into a little hole where where I go to the gym after a while, I just keep repeating, repeating, repeating what I'm doing on a sort of autopilot. That's a real risk, isn't it? If you go to the gym a lot. Yeah, it's true. If you come to the gym, you start to have some blank and some um, dull moment where, you know, after a few weeks, few months, few years, back to back, you do some exercise and your body is not responding to, to this exercise anymore. Well, it's time to change. You know, you can go on the internet, YouTube. There is a lot of um, uh, example, uh, different type of exercise you can do. An example, a good idea will be Googling rugby workout, tennis workout, and see what a tennis player or a rugby player will do to, to train, you know? It's, it's very interesting. And I will say, if you get bored also in the gym, well, there's plenty of outdoor uh, activity like tennis, volleyball, running. So mixing exercise inside the gym is important. Mixing exercise inside and outdoor are very important too. But if you get bored, then at the moment, that's uh, a good uh, a warm warming to tell you that it's a time for a change. And change, as I always say, is a good thing uh, at the right juncture, I guess. So I hope that's helpful for you, Michael, and um, that you're able to move forward in the next 10 years, uh, challenging yourself uh, as you go. So what do you got next, uh, Julian, on your little screen? And Clarence had a question about injury. He has sent to us through our Twitter and he says, I often get sore back, especially after a deadlift and I do a lot of bench work. It's annoying because it keeps me away from the weight. How do I sort this out? Yeah, this is a really good question. I get a sore back and a sore neck all the time. Uh, and I've got a funny feeling this is about uh, the use of weight and technique. If I was a betting man, would I be right about that? Well, I often hear uh, complain about that deadlift exercise. First thing to say here, deadlift exercise, usually complete exercise, great exercise. However, people seem to, because it's a lot of about the technique, a lot of people seem to miss the point of the exercise. 
uh, as a trainer, I surprisingly do not propose this exercise a lot. Uh, why? It's uh, first of all, logistically, you have to load and unload the bar. And of course, as you know, I do like to keep a decent pace during all of the session. So I, I kind of avoid the, the deadlift exercise. You do mention as well, Clarence, you do a lot of bench work. Well, on a bench, it's very easy to arch your lower back, especially too much, and then have a bad posture. So my advice here is, okay, stop doing some deadlift for a while. To substitute this exercise, you can do two little exercise, which is seated leg curl, and you just add behind as a combo, a lower back extension with lightweight both, obviously, to get back into that uh, type of uh, routine. Concerning the bench work, well, if you are doing too much bench work, change and try to go for machine, you know, and uh, the bench on a machine should help you to correct your back and of course drop the weight. That will be my uh, my true advice and that will help you, that should help you to sort out your lower back pain. And of course, don't forget some stretching, have a massage once a month just to lose a bit this area. And in fact, if you want to find out more about uh, the benefits of massage, check out one of our earlier episodes. I believe it was the second one, I think, uh, which seems like a million years ago now, uh, where Julian Wendon had a massage and got into all of the issues around deep massage and how it can help guys who work out. So that's our question for this month. If you do want to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. And you can contact us by our Facebook, our Twitter, our website, and our Google+. And so we come to the end of another episode of Two Guys on Fitness, and it's time for us two guys to walk our way out of here. Using our strong exercise legs. And so we will, which means that until next time, you have been listening to me, long, leggy, and non-professional gym guy, Alan Teresa. And to me, the legs of Bertrand, the professional gym guy here on the podcast. And you can find out more about Two Guys on Fitness via our website, twoguysonfitness.com, or you can go to our Facebook page, check out our Google Plus or our Twitter. And if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so on iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn, and on Stitcher. And when you do, enjoy your workout. <laughs>